What's up, everybody? Enzo Five-Star Gentleman here, Hypocritical Millennial, episode 15, man. 15 episodes in. Year coming to an end, man. It's about to come to a close. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully, your week has been full of blessings because it was the holidays. And last week, or over the weekend, was Christmas. And by the way, Christmas is finally over, everybody. Yes, hallelujah. Christmas is over. It's over. It's finally over. Yes, yes, yes. I know, yes. No more, no more of the holiday music. No more Mariah Carey. She could go back to the North Pole. They could put her on ice now. You know what I mean? Uh, no more of the crowds, the traffic, all that stuff, the holiday commercials that you just see over and over again. It's over. It's done. It's finished. Now, not to say that, you know, Christmas is bad because I enjoy Christmas. I love giving gifts. I love seeing expressions of people when they get gifts. And I also enjoy receiving gifts, too. Um, and I got a very special one uh, for my girlfriend um, this past Christmas uh, over the weekend. Um, I got a guitar. Yes, I, uh, one of my Christmas list, on my Christmas list, Jesus, um, I had a guitar um, as one of my gifts, and I, I got one, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, it's, it's purple, and in the lighting, it turns blue, so I named it Indigo. Yes, my guitar name is Indigo, a.k.a. Indy for short. <laughs> So yes, I, I I love I love it love it love it love it love it. I can't put it down. Um, mess around with it every second that I get. So um, yeah, that was that was an awesome gift. And I hope you guys got what you wanted for Christmas. Whether you believe in Santa, hopefully Santa came and got you what you needed, or you know your loved one, friends, family, whoever came and, and you know gave you the gift that you need, or just made your holiday a blessing. Whether they just came by to see you, and you know. Um, they were in your presence because with this uh, Omicron virus, I hopefully got it right now, not the Marion virus, <laughs> but with this virus that's going on, man, it's tough right now. A lot of people, man, they get sick. So I hear some people still passing away, whether it's from this virus because they're not vaccinated or if it's still the COVID or the Delta variant because people are not vaccinated. But man, this stuff is all over the place. And then you got this 24-hour flu or cold that going around or who knows if it's the Omicron virus. Um, it's just all over the place right now. It's madness. Uh, to the point now that flights are like being canceled. People are stranded in other states. They're trying to get home or people are trying to or were trying to see relatives and they flights were canceled over the weekend or before the holidays came and it's sad. Um, but it's getting real out there right now um, with this Omicron virus. Um, schools are going into virtual uh, classes. I see in Temple um, out here in Philly, Temple University and Jerry Ray, they talk about going virt and going into virtual classes amongst other schools um, that I heard as well, where a few teachers tested positive for COVID and they had the COVID shot. Um, and yet still these teachers tested positive and apparently this one school shut down. So it's getting really real out here right now and it's bad. And um, again, they, I, it looks like they're just trying to avoid the shutdown. Obviously, they're trying to keep things going and keep people, you know, working and stuff and, you know, have you quarantined for only a few days and then come back on the public. But I mean, let's be real. Um, this, this, 
this virus thing, I mean, if it's spreading the way it is, I mean, it's obviously the elephant is in the room. What you got to do? Um, and he got the sign up showing you. Um, you guys just got to fall back, man. You got to you gotta shut down again or something. Let this thing die down because all you're doing, I mean, nothing is, is, is being slowed down. You got some schools that are doing virtual classes, but then like a lot of these business, yes, they're saying you got to show your vaccination card in order to come into restaurants and stuff. But who's to say the vaccination cards ain't fake? Like, I mean, let's, let's be real. Come on. And that's not going to solve anything, man. You really just got to slow this thing down. Um, stop traffic somehow. You got to shut certain things down again. I mean, let's just be real. Like, because, like, some people, they're not with the whole keeping the shots. Uh, which, I mean, I, I'm for both sides. I'm not me. I got to stand people because their body. They don't want to keep getting all these different shots and needles every time a virus come out. And then there's with this Omicron one that just popped up in South Africa. But there's no history of it. But yet we have history of all these other viruses um, that were out that's been floating around. Yet this one just pops up out of the blue, which kind of seems suspicious. But that's a whole nother topic for another day. Um, but again, um, it's just sad because now it's getting to the point where like, Flights have just been canceled. People can't get anywhere. They can't go home where they couldn't get a chance to see their loved ones. Um, people are getting sick. So you never know when is that last chance to, you know, get to spend time with people. So um, especially with the end of the year coming around, you got New Year's coming up. And you know people are going to do any, they're going to do anything possible to see their loved ones, to spend time with those people. So uh, it's going to be messy. Um Come January, it's going to be really crazy. It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to handle this. Because, again, it's like they're trying to avoid, especially Biden, he's just trying to avoid shutting things down. They think just, you know, giving shots, uh, you know, doing the shots and and vaccination cards won't stop anything. But, I mean, again, you, 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 can't, you can't stop people from showing fake vaccination cards. So that's not really going to do anything. You got to find another option to slow things down. And I think... I mean, unfortunately, because it is going to mess up people's pockets, but what else are you going to do? You're going to tell people to stop making these viruses? <laughs> nah, for real. But, nah, what are you really going to do? Tell people to wash their hands and be careful? I mean, you, you can't even get people to wear masks. So, I mean, where do you even start with this? It's just really getting crazy right now. And it's like, why now all of a sudden, ever since 2020, now we have to deal with all these different viruses and variants and stuff like that now all of a sudden. When all these other viruses have been present, have been out there, and, you know, they never been an issue. But suddenly, like, in the past two, maybe going into three years, um, this whole thing is, this whole coronavirus thing is mutating and it keeps forming and forming other new viruses or variants that's never been heard of, so... I don't know. This whole situation is crazy, but a lot of schools, high schools, colleges, not a lot of colleges, but uh, for what I know, a few high schools, they're um, doing virtual learning, virtual classes um, because of this whole situation. And it's it's getting scary. Um, I know a few people that's close to my circle who are affected by it. Um, Thank God, you know, they haven't passed away. Um, You know, they've been treated and they're fine now, but Still, you know, it's crazy right now. Um, I just wish people just took care of themselves, you know. You know, mask up, man. Wash your hands. Be careful out here. Um, and, and just be safe. And it's stressful right now because 
Yeah, people who don't want to come to work anymore now, people falling back because they just scared of virus or just people just tired of, you know, just dealing with just the stress of everything in general, man. It's just a stressful situation now. These past few years has been like just stressful and it's starting to show in people. Like some people like in the workforce, they're just lazy now. They don't want to work. They try to find ways out of the job they just got, man. It's just, it's wild. Um, but how do you, how you just pray, meditate, do whatever you can to stay positive, keep your head up. And just again, man, just protect yourself and your family by just, if you feel like you gotta get a shot, if you gotta wash your hands and wear a mask, or you feel like you gotta limit your contact with people, do that too. I try to limit my contact with the public as much as I can. Um, it was hard because I did want to go see Spider-Man, but now looking at how everything is going down out here, I I might just wait until it come out. It really ain't that deep. It's not the end-all, be-all, the end of the world. Maybe I'll just wait till, you know, everybody done going to the theater to see it or just wait till it hit HBO Max. Who knows? But yeah, man, it's just wild right now with this whole virus situation. And I mean, hopefully they... Find a way to get this thing settled. Because right now, it doesn't look like it's it's being settled. A lot of people are affected. Every day I see or hear that there's someone else that's close to me or or just people I work with or at my other jobs and stuff like that that are affected by this virus, whether it's, you know, from a family member or them personally. But yeah, man, like this thing is slowing down. So who knows what's going to happen. They're trying to push this booster shot. People don't want to do the booster shot because then they're saying they got to do two more shots after that. So it's like, enough is enough. We were told last year that COVID shots were going to be it. And now this new virus is out and then we got to do three more shots. Yeah, so who, man, who knows? But outside of that, we're going to focus on episode 15. I'm sorry. Rambling my mouth. Talking about other stuff that's going on. But let's talk about what's going on for episode 15 today. So what is going on with episode 15? Let's get into that. We're going to talk about 2021. It's coming to a year end. So we're going to go into all the news, or at least the major news that caught my attention all through 2021. And we're just going to briefly talk about it and get my opinion on it real fast. Also, um favorite albums that I have that I, you know, listen to, get my, you know, critique on those albums and, you know, share them because maybe you you may be look, looking out for new music you want to listen to too. So why not share that with the public, right? Also, favorite series that's on TV, whether it's through Netflix, HBO Max, favorite TV series that I've been watching through 2021 and also the ones that I didn't like as well. And then movies for 2021. Gotta give a shout out to the movies as well. And then last but not least, we have the, well, not the worst movies, because of course that has to follow that as well. Um, all the movies that I dislike. But then also, this can't be real life, it can't be real news. We talk about the weird news that happened all throughout 2021. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of them because ever since 2020, again, this world just took a 180 in this life. We just ended up in a whole other dimension where it's just a bunch of wild-ish that's just going on. But again, who knows? But also, Enzo the Cupid 
He's paying a visit before the end of the year. Some of your relationships in turmoil, people having open relationships. He's just gonna give his opinion on marriage and just relationships in general in this decade or in this era. And just, you know, talk about how, what he feel, how he feels about love and, you know, how people view it or how he see people view it now. Hypocritical Millennial, episode 15. We're not going to just talk and drag this out anymore. We're just going to jump right into that episode. Strap up, get ready, let's go. All right, what's up, everybody? Enzo Foster, gentleman here, hypocritical millennial, episode fifteen. Um, before I jump into this episode real fast, I just want to say rest in peace to John Madden, man, an NFL legend. Um, he passed away at the age of eighty-five unexpectedly this morning. Um, there's no report on the cause of death just yet because it was very early. Um, this happened on December twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-one. So. Uh, for you uh, NFL or sports fans in general, um, what a way to end the year, especially if you grew up on playing Madden, uh, whether it's uh, Madden 2019, Madden, you know, 20, Madden freaking 2015, you played it. I mean, you're, you know, you've seen his name. Now, the earlier versions had him doing a, you know, he was commentating on the games, stuff like that. If you have any of those games, man, hang on to them Jones because they are a collector's item now, especially that he passed away and he's not on any of the later versions. Oh, yeah, them earlier versions with him on there, definitely want to keep them. Definitely want to lock them in the vault. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, for real, though, on a real, rest in peace, John Madden, man. I picked up the catchphrase, boom, whenever I try to, you know, demonstrate something to somebody when I'm at work. Um... I always say boom, you know, obviously because of him. Uh, whenever he did highlights and stuff like that, um, and he did all the little diagrams and drawing like that, you know, he always said boom when I seen and I picked up on that. So man, I mean, he, what well, a major influence. He he had made he had a major influence on me because of video games and because of like just watching him when he, you know, covered games and when he did highlights. So. Again, man, major, 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 major um, person in the NFL. It's a shame, man. Rest in peace to John Madden. And prayers to the family, too, as well, man. Um, sad and sad way to, you know, end the year. And, then, you know, just, you know, prayers to anybody, too, that lost loved ones before the end of the year. And during the holidays, man, it's tough. You, know, you think, like, you know, during the holidays, death will take a break. But, you know, unfortunately... Snow days off, right? That's life. So, um, just to jump into, you know, kind of, you know, segue into life or things that go on in life in general. Let's talk about, you know, the news topics or some brief topics that happened in 2021 that caught my attention in major news media. So, obviously, the major one that we know of that started off the craziness for 2021 was the January 6th insurrection where all the pro-Trump demonstrators stormed the Capitol. Now, this was something that was crazy and it was foreshadowing um, what was to come for 2021, which was more madness with this virus and just people acting crazy. Um, 
The sad thing about this was five people died from this. One situation where a woman was shot by a, a Capitol Police officer. Um, something like this should have never happened. Um, Trump, he kind of, you know, enticed people to do this. Now, apparently he was like the first president to be impeached twice. Um, the, I mean, he clearly like his track record as president is, is crazy. But apparently he's trying to, or he's in talks of trying to come back, by the way. Which is wild. I mean, I, and you know what's crazy? There's a good chance that he could get back in office after all this. Which, which again, this is America, so and it's the politics. So this is again why I don't believe in politics. But um, moving on, five people died from this situation, and then more than 600 people were later charged for their roles in this insurrection. So you had a president who hyped these people up to storm the Capitol. Now, Washington, D.C., you would think is like untouchable. The fact that these people was able to break in, break windows, storm it, um, get into fights with Capitol Police officers. Man, come on now. And of course, I'm obviously going to say the, the, you know, the typical thing that people are obviously seeing now. If these people are black, obviously they even shot dead. But obviously these cats got to climb, break windows, get inside, get into like, you know, the main hall where they had their meetings and stuff. Like, I mean, it was crazy. But, hey, listen, it's America. These cats, apparently, 600 of them was charged. Who knows how long, you know, how much time these cats got. They probably got a little slap on the wrist. Because, of course, 600 people, are you really going to take the time to look and keep track of what they got charged for? And they expect you not to. So, more likely, these cats, they got a slap on the wrist. You know, and got put back on the street. Maybe the major cat, you know, the major cats who are known or have some kind of name or, you know, status, they probably got, you know, put on blast and maybe got charged with some kind of time. But for the, the, the lower cats that were doing this, they probably, you know, got, you know, again, slap on the wrist, got put back on the streets, really. Because, again, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous that the fact that they were able to do this from the jump. And then, like, Trump is still out here in these streets, just chilling. You know, just talking, having interviews on television, talking about maybe coming back into politics. After he did something like this, like, why is my man not charged for anything? He's not charged for any of the Me Too movements. But, again, it's, it's America, right? You know, so they do what they want to do. They pay attention to only the things that they want to pay attention to. And um, certain criminals, you're a criminal when they want you to be a criminal. Let's just keep it real. Keep it a bean. But anyway, moving on to other topics that I've seen throughout the year. How about Biden and Harris? Um, the first woman to be vice president. Um, you got inaugurated on January 20th. Biden, 46th president of the United States. Um, you know, not too many people too big on them right now in the way, you know, they, they moving with the country especially with this virus that's going on. I mean, of course, the virus is going to make any president look bad right now. I don't even think Obama could, like, save us right now with this whole pandemic thing that's going on. Even if he tried, um, his his whole credibility would be, you know, discredited because it, it's just a bad situation right now. So, of course, they have a tough job. Um, but still, like, it doesn't even seem like, I mean, to me personally, I don't know. 
it made any kind of major impact. I seen like even when I tried not to pay attention to Trump, I mean you seen a guy everywhere, um, doing something, even if you didn't agree with it. I mean I don't really see unless I'm wrong and I'm not trying to pay attention to you know CNN and stuff like that. But I don't really see like you know Biden and, and Harris really doing anything out in the streets like that. They talk about the virus all the time. I see that, and you know the whole vaccine shots. But I guess, of course, because the um, uh, Omicron virus or a Marion virus, however you want to call it, that's out there. But still, it's just like, I feel like me personally, um, just maybe because it's too early, but their presidency is, is is not making much of an impact right now. And that's, that's, I mean, that's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. But, hey, that's what I picked up from there. Now, another uh, major story that I've seen. How about the uh, U.S. military withdrawing for Afghanistan? Um, that was crazy because they were going on a long, ongoing war. Um, this was going on since September 11th of 20... Of 2000. What am I saying? Like, um, So, basically, this, 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 this war has been going on... Um, with Afghanistan and the U.S. military, amongst other, um, you know, military officials from other countries, but they were told to be, you know, to withdraw from the, you know, Afghanistan by August 30th, or else. So of course, Biden had the troops withdraw from Afghanistan because they said pretty much we did all we could do. We've been there for 20 years, maybe 20 years plus. Um, you know, nothing's really changed. Now it's up to them. Um, and then some people in the U.S., you know, thought that maybe he shouldn't have done that because now you're handing power over to, you know, Al-Qaeda. Again, now, Al-Qaeda has, haven't done anything yet, knock on wood. You know, you don't want that to happen. You don't want them to do anything. But people were in fear that they were going to do something to the U.S. now that we withdrew our troops out of there. Now, they did bomb the airport where people were going to to get away from from Afghanistan and it was some wild video where you see people hanging on to the plane trying to you know escape the country and they were falling from the plane now to be that desperate to get away from somewhere that's crazy uh, I don't know if I had a boss to hang on to the tire of a plane to try to get away but I mean if it's as bad as it you know was or as I've read and maybe that's understandable I don't know what's what's you know how it is over there now because I haven't really been paying attention, you know, unfortunately to the news. Maybe I should, but they don't report it as much as they were when you know the troops had to, you know, leave from Afghanistan. So interesting to find out. I'm gonna look into that and see what's going on because I am curious now, like what exactly is going on? Because Al Qaeda was talking about taking over, and now that the troops are out. What exactly are they doing there? Are they still a threat? We don't hear anything about that. Is this one of those situations where it's like, you know, it's going to be quiet and whoops, oh no, they've been planning on doing something and we just forgot? Like, I, again, wanna, don't want it to be that situation. But, you know, if you've seen Al-Qaeda taking over, it's kind of weird that now all of a sudden we just don't hear anything about that now that the U.S. troops are out of there. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But moving on, how about Juneteenth? Became a federal holiday. Juneteenth, June 19th. Um, it was marked for a National Independence Day for minorities or black folks because it represented the end of slavery. Um, now, 
I don't know what took so long for this to be recognized as a national holiday. Um, some people, you know, they they don't really look at it as a serious holiday because now, you know, it's represented a little too late. People, you know, been through years, June, you know, without... Some people did celebrate Juneteenth, but majority didn't. So, although it's a national holiday, uh, I don't feel like it's going to be strongly celebrated, at least not yet, because it's still fairly early. Um, and it's still like, I don't even think companies closed for that that day anyway which is wild um that and martin luther king they don't majority don't close for um i wonder why hmm who knows it's like no let me stop but um yeah yeah apparently they don't close for those days but maybe they will in the future now that this is recognized as a federal holiday so we'll see next year come june 19th We'll see if those federal jobs are still open. I'm pretty sure them retail stores are going to stay open. Because just like I said, um, that and Martin Luther King, nah, to them it's just a regular day. Which is sad to say. But they represent Columbus Day. Or some of them do. Let me stop. Because most retail stores still, they stay open. Nah, yeah. But still, Columbus Day shouldn't be represented, by the way. I don't even know how that's still a holiday. Why is it still being represented? I don't know. But... Moving on to other things. How about um, the sad things that's been going on um, disaster-wise throughout the country? We had the, um, in Texas, the power outage with the winter storms that happened last year. Never thought I would see something like that in Texas where um, there was, I believe, uh, 200 people. They uh they were without power. It wasn't 200. It was like millions of people that were without electricity and water. Um, I think 200 people were uh were physically harmed by this whole situation. Uh, whether it was due to you know frostbite, whether it was due to crime, who knows? Um, but there's you know, 200 people that were affected during this whole span where Texas was just you know they were out of water and electricity they weren't prepared for this snowstorm that happened down there um apparently because they don't have that often and it wiped out all the power i think it was for like if i'm not mistaken a week or two i'm not sure but it's just crazy to have to go through something like that and not have any water and power um i can't imagine especially through a snowstorm and i hate the cold I couldn't do it. So, um, more power to them. I'm glad, you know, obviously they made this situation because here we are now, end of the year, 2021. Uh, so hopefully come next, you know, the winter, you know, when it gets tough out there, usually, which is like January, February, you know, they have everything set up. Uh, now, how about Hurricane Ida? Um, uh, Hurricane Ida, you know, she attacked, was it the area of, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi, um, it was more than 30 people who were affected maybe by either injuries or death from this storm. Um, actually, I think it killed at least 60 people um, throughout six states. So, it, yeah, it was obviously clearly more than that. Um, it was Category 4 hurricane and a, it was 150 miles per hour winds from the storm, which hit on August 29th. Um, 
so yeah this, this storm was pretty bad um obviously every year we always get that one storm that hits that also that always makes an impact um unfortunately um another story when we talk about weather real quick uh, was a multiple st- um, tornadoes that hit in the midwest that was like what like two three weeks ago that was actually wild um, never thought I'd see something like that. And I saw videos of one of those tornadoes, and they look like huge, like ginormous, like something that you would see like in a movie. Um, now, some people saying that was HARP, which is a program that controls weather, and that's why maybe something like that had happened. You know, the whole conspiracy thing. But again, who knows? But it's just odd that. All these multiple tornadoes just happen at one time or happen to spawn up at one time in the Midwest. It's pretty weird. And that affected multiple people too as well. Not really sure the the number of people that died because um, the damage was just, um, it was it was just crazy. Like if you've seen clips and videos of it, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of damage out there. And um, it was sad. So prayers to them out there too as well. Um, as they try to recover from that too Um, and then last but not least how about the justice system Um, George Floyd um, you've seen I'm pretty sure everyone's seen the trial everyone's seen the video of him you know with having Derek Chauvin's knee on his neck Um, actually Derek Chauvin um, he was convicted and actually um, if I'm not mistaken I seen a couple weeks ago he actually um, confessed or admitted um, to murdering um, George Floyd. Now, maybe that was to get um, less a lesser sentence time. That's what I feel like. That's why he did it. Um, but again, I mean, I don't know you kill somebody. I don't feel like you should be able to get out of jail. But it's America. You know, certain situations, the law works one way certain situations the law doesn't work another way that's just how it goes in here you know just used to it by now um how about kyle rittenhouse situation um he was acquitting all charges um for killing two people and wounding another person now his situation a young man coming into another state he doesn't even live in that state with a rifle why would you even come to the state with a rifle in the first place i don't even know um no company or business asks you to protect their property so for you to come out there, I don't see a reason why. Um, but hey, listen, they they said he was protecting himself from people trying to attack him. Now, were people trying to attack him? Yes, they were. I'm not going to take that away. Um, but um, the one, the first attacker, um, he was a little belligerent. You know, again, um, I forgot the gentleman's name, but he was comfortable using the N-word. And, you know, he was trying to jump at them and fight them. So, you know, maybe he saw Kyle as the easy target. And that's why he chased after them. And then maybe with that situation there, that kind of helped Kyle get off. Um, Because you got this guy who was a molester. He was a low-key. I mean, he was a criminal. And in the first instance, you got the guy chasing after Kyle. So they probably looked at that as, all right, you know, this guy is just defending himself. And after he defended himself, now you got other people coming after him. When he was only just defending himself. Not saying that he's in the right. But I'm just saying this is what they probably seen it as. And because that gentleman who was a criminal was chasing after him first. You know. That kind of snow. It was like a snowball effect. And that probably helped him out through this whole situation. Um, And they looked at it as self-defense. And it's unfortunate. um, 
but again, um, justice did prevail uh, for Ahmad Aubrey. Um, all three gentlemen who were involved in the video that you know involved Aubrey Aubrey's killing um, were all convicted um, and are being sentenced, and they're going to jail. So uh, even a guy who was trailing behind and recording a video, which seemed weird that he said at first that he had nothing to do with it. Then it's like, why are you just slowly trailing and recording a guy trying to run from this truck that's like trying to chase after him? Like, why not get out and say, yo guys, what are you doing? Like, chill out. Like, like why is that the reason of the violence? Let's talk. Let's get the police involved. Are you doing this sitting and recording? Watch him get in a fight with guys and get shot. So clearly... You had something to do with it because the whole situation seems sus. And he did. And that's what he get. So he's getting convicted with the other two, father and son. They're all, you know, getting thrown in jail. And hopefully they get life. Or, I mean, get the death penalty, really. But if not, at least get life. Because, I mean, there was no reason for that. Like, I mean, the whole thing was unnecessary. Chasing a gentleman down, you're going to shoot and kill him. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, but, you know, this is what... This is how people act out here, man. They 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 wild right now. Um, they feel like they could take you know justice in their own hands, and that's just not the case. It's not at all. Um, somebody else who did receive justice, Britney Spears, she regained her freedom now. Now I don't know that that means she can make music on her own with other artists because I haven't heard from her in a while. But I mean, it's weird to hear that a person gained their freedom, especially a celebrity, um, as popular as Britney Spears. Now, it makes you think, and again, this is like one of those situations that nobody's not going to really pay attention to look into, but the fact that somebody had to fight for their freedom in the entertainment business, like, I mean, in reality, if people had sense, we would look at that situation and say, hey, that's not right, something's wrong with that, but because of the entertainment business and because, you know, we have so many distractions and things that's going on in life, we don't look at that as that's weird that a, a human being had to fight for some kind of freedom in a career like what like what were y'all doing like if somebody had they just want to use their creativity and make a career out of it, it it shouldn't be any reason why they're being held captive um as far as like making money off of their creativity off their art it just seemed weird but um, again, this is like a situation that's like, okay, Britney's free. Hey, you know, congratulations. She could do whatever. But nobody's not going to really look into the situation um, and see like, you know, that's, is there something off and weird about that, that, you know, people were controlling her professional life um, and preventing her from doing certain things. And, um, you know, whether it was with money, who knows what's going on behind the scenes because, you know, again, conspiracy theory things, you know, they say like she had a handler who was doing certain things or had people doing stuff to her. And also they were controlling her money, her parents controlling her money. So who knows what was going on behind the scenes. The entertainment business itself is just a messy situation in general. So, um, again, you know, it, it, I mean, it's, it's good that she, you know, got her freedom. But it's also sad to hear like, you know, an actual person had to fight for like some kind of freedom um within that career it just seemed weird to me i don't know especially now in this age you know this day and age 2021 that you know people are still having to go through or do something like that um but last but not least how about nasa um when to talk about escaping problems 
um, they landed the uh, rover on Mars. Um, they landed this on uh, Mars back in February 18th. Um, and it's been taking a couple videos and pictures of Mars right now. Now, who knows if these pictures and videos are edited? Um, <laughs> Because, you know, they, they kind of want to keep things in wraps what they find out there. Um, me personally, I think Mars um, was another planet before that maybe blew up due to maybe a nuclear attack um, due to their own doing or maybe from something else. But, I mean, that's just me. That's what I feel like. Um, I do see, while I look at pictures and videos, uh, are certain things that do look like artifacts like pyramids and faces that's out there. Um... And it do seem like, I don't know, um, they saying that there was traces of like water or it's at least some point traces of life. You know how they throw little specks of like information in there just to like say, all right, here you go. We're going to tell you something, but not really tell you something. Yeah, it's one of those situations. So again, um, who knows? I feel like they're trying to plan on moving there because they're going to try to drown out earth resources for everything that it offers and then by that point they're probably going to just try to relocate and you know shop you know post up shop in mars who knows we'll see but that's soon to come who knows that was back in february 18 but you can actually check out the photos and videos and that stuff too because that's pr is pretty interesting um to see again who knows if these like pictures are doctored or edited because they may not want you to see certain things that's out there. Who knows? Um, but that's pretty dope. Last but not least, how about SpaceX and uh, Jeff Bezos? Um, they make civilian, civilian, I said civilian, oh my God, civilian space travel a reality. Now, I don't know who's willing to go out in space. I know I'm not, at least not yet. I feel like it's too early to be doing that. I'm gonna let a couple people take a couple trips out there to make sure that ride is sturdy but uh i mean it is pretty dope to go out with space and see how it is um i just don't think i'm ready just yet i want them to get all the kinks out first before i hop in that rocket ship and get out there um yeah i, I i'm not ready but it is pretty cool though that they are working on that and then they did have a select few people go out there and witness the earth um now whether the earth is flat around they didn't come back and say who knows but at least you can find out for yourself whether it's flat around and end the debate whether it's flat around uh me personally i don't care less what the earth is i mean long story short stuff that's going on now is still gonna go on now whether it's flat square circle over round whatever it is it's not gonna change what's going on here um so who cares but it, again it would be pretty dope just to see outer space and just get away from all the madness, man, and the craziness that's just been going on out here, especially in 2021. So that's going to wrap it up for some of the news topics that caught my attention in 2021. Um, what are you, what, what, what news topics that you've seen that caught your attention? Um, any of them out there that you, you, you notice? Or did you think that I missed out on that was very important? Or that made a very, very, very major impact in our lives? Hit me up and let me know. But in the meantime, we're going to jump into a short break. And then we're going to be right back with celebrity news. But it's not going to be celebrity news. Because we're going to jump into 
my favorite shows and movies of 2021 right after this. The rich, the classy, the juicy, the latest celebrity news. Hey! That's right, everybody. Now it's time for celebrity news, where we normally talk about the spill tea that goes on in the entertainment business. But today, instead of that, I'm going to talk about my favorite movies, shows, and albums, and shows that I dislike in movies of 2021. So just follow me real fast. Just give you my brief list real quick and little opinions on why I like or dislike certain movies or shows in particular. So just to start it off, favorite movies for 2021. How about the obvious uh, obvious one here? Um, the Harder They Fall. Um, just to name a few people in here, you had Idris Alba, you had uh, Zazie Beats, you had Regina King, you had the Keith Stanfield, all in here. Um, yeah, great movie. Very violent and bloody and gory, which I did enjoy. Um, and again, I love uh, Lakeith Stanfield's role in this movie. Although the way he did uh, the young, the other bull when they was about to do the whole standoff and he shot him in the in the face or in the head. I don't know what it was, but he caught him off guard while he was counting down. Yeah, that was crazy. And he did my man dirty. But still, man, awesome movie, man. The characters... Everything storyline was great. Um, star-studded cast. Everybody was just good, man. Awesome movie. Haven't seen it? Check it out. Great movie. You will not be disappointed. Um, another movie that was pretty good for me. Um, how about the Suicide Squad, man? Um, not the original version, the remake that also had Idris Elba in that joint, but also had Margot Robbie and John Cena in that. That one was actually pretty good and pretty funny. If you haven't seen that, please, please, please go see that movie. Um, the Suicide Squad, the newer version, much better than the last one, which was trash, especially with that weak-ass Joker that was in there. Um, was it Jerry Leto? Yeah, that guy was horrible as Joker. Um, but the newer version of Suicide Squad, awesome, awesome, awesome. Check it out. Um, how about a new movie that just came out a few weeks or a month ago? Um, Jungle Cruise with The Rock. That was actually a pretty decent movie. Um, not really big on whole Disney movies, but that one, um, it was actually pretty good. It gave me, um, what was that? Uh, it was like Legend of the Hidden Temple slash uh, Tomb Raiders kind of vibe that was going on. It was actually pretty good, though. It was actually a good movie. Um, also, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, again, man, Daniel... I hope I don't mess his last name up. Kalua and uh, Lakeith Stanfield again. Um, two of my favorite uh, actors. Both of them was in this movie. I had, of course, I had to see it. Great, great, great movie. Great acting. Um, it's a shame that Lakeith had to play um, a shady character again. Um, you know, some people's, you know, coming at him in this movie because like every role that he plays is kind of shady. But in ATL, he's in the ATL, and I don't think he's a shady character in ATL. I actually like this character in ATL. Um, by the way, ATL is dropping, um, if I believe, quick, real fast, uh, in, I 
think it's February. Real fast, just want to throw that out there for anybody who's an ATL fan like me. Uh, but yeah, so good movie though. Judas and the Black Messiah. Check that joint out. Also, my girlfriend got me on this uh, one. Uh, it's a musical, but it's actually pretty good. It's called The Heights. Um, it has Anthony Ramos in it and LaSalle Grace. And amongst other few people here. But it's actually a pretty good musical. The songs, everything, the dancing, acting is, is A1. I mean, it's actually pretty good. Not really big on musicals, but I had, you know, sit down one day and watch it. You know, you had to spend time, you know, with the miss, you know, with the lady, you know. The ladies, you got to spend time with your lady. So, you know, I had to sit and watch it with her real quick. And actually, I was into that. You know, one of those situations where she put on a show and, you know, as a guy, you're like, man, I ain't going to watch this, Johnny. You're like, wait, this joint actually kind of hot, though. It was one of those moments. So, um, to do play it out a little too much because now she's on, like, number 58 of playing it. And now I'm kind of tired of it. So um, if she hears this, hopefully she get the message to stop playing it now because I only can hear it so many times now um, where I just, you know, I just dream the music now um, that is in that movie. It's crazy. Um, so movies that were okay, though, Shanghai or Shang Chai, I should say, um, that was actually a pretty decent movie. Uh, it was a Marvel movie. Um, it had one of my favorite characters or one of my favorite actors in there, Aquafina. She's actually pretty funny. Um, she's actually a pretty dope person in general. Um, so that movie, uh, it was okay. Out of all the Marvel movies, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but the fighting and the special effects was actually pretty good in that. Um, also, another movie that was eh, okay, I would say Bad Trip uh, with Lil Rel. Uh, it had Eric Andre and, and Tiffany Haddish in there. Um, that movie wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Now, Tiffany Haddish in general, I don't think, maybe it's just me, but I don't think she's as funny as everybody says she is. I don't know if it's just me. Let me know. But I feel like ever since Girl Trip, I feel like she just fell off. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I don't know. I, 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 I mean, her stand-ups, I mean, they're not that great. Um, and then the last few things I've seen her in, I mean, they're just like, okay, I'm not that I'm hating on her because again, like she's, I think, I mean, she, as a person, she seems like she's pretty cool. Um, but I think like her as like a standout, um, actress and, or actor in a movie, maybe not. Um, I think like girls trip where we're like, where she's like a complimentary person, I think fits her more so versus like a standout role. Um, again, maybe they're just not, maybe the, the people are just not putting her in the right position for a standout role. That could be it too, because I think she has a decent personality. I think it's just like somebody need to find that, that right role for where it'll fit her. Like, I feel like too many people just trying to keep her in like this silly comedic box. And it's like, all right, um, you know, give her something different. Now I did see the one on TBS. What's the one where, uh, Morgan, not Morgan. Is it Morgan Freeman? It's not Morgan Freeman. Um, it's what she had on. Uh, um, uh, it's the real OG. I think the show is called where she plays like a sort of serious character. Now that one is actually not bad. Like her role in that is actually not bad. I like her role in that. I want to see like her do more serious roles. I think like I think it's just overdone now that people keep putting her in like silly roles and it's like let us see 
another side of her, uh, you know, because I know she has another side of her, clearly because, like, she's, she's wild and crazy. So she has different personalities. They just need to put her in that position. I think they need to get her the right role and not just put her in that box where she's always just a comedic clown. Like, yeah, it's just put her in something that's right. Um, please, because like, I feel like she is a decent actor. It's just like the stuff that they've put her in lately is just not, you know, it's just like, eh, it's okay. Um, especially the stuff that's like trying to be funny. Because again, like you only could do it, but so much. It's like you got to switch it up every now and then. So, with that being said, with the stuff I didn't like, um, because I was talking about her, although I do like to be had it, how about bad movies that I did see? Um, Mortal Kombat, I'm sorry, Mortal Kombat was bad, I don't care what anybody say, um, the story was not Mortal Kombat-ish, it was more based on Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I don't care about Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I care about Mortal Kombat Tournament. That's what I put my quarters into the game to play. I didn't put my quarters in to play only Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Although I did play and use Scorpion for the get over here. But still, like, I didn't use it or play the game just to focus on them. Like, they had to give me tournament. I was When I got or when I looked at that movie, I was thinking, like, this is going to be a remake of the Mortal Kombat tournament. I can't wait. And then when I watched it, it was the story of Sub-Zero and freaking Scorpion. I don't care care about their personal story. Include that in the tournament then. But I don't care about a movie based on their personal beef. And then this other boy who got armored skin. Like, what is going on here? Like, just give me Mortal Kombat tournament. Like, they tried to do too much. That was a movie that was trying to do too much. And they got caught up in the hype. Like... They should have kept it at Mortal Kombat and doing the tournament, and that was it. And they got caught up in the hype. Another movie got caught up in the hype. How about Space Jam? Sorry, LeBron, you're a good father, you're a good role model, but Space Jam, blood, it sucked. Sorry, hate to say. Well, I'm not hate to say. I'm just being honest. Space Jam was not a good movie. Um, it had funny moments. I like that, you know, the message between him and his son. Um, but other than that, Movie just wasn't good. Like, um, I mean, Space Jam original was just better. Like, if you want to do something like that, especially because you're an NBA player, you should have just did something completely different. Because the fact that you did a Space Jam, you're going to be compared to Jordan's Space Jam, and it's not going to turn out good, which you see now. The reviews and everything it did not turn out good. Now, I do see you got posters, you got toys and all this stuff out for Space Jam. But still, like, I mean, it's not MJ level. Like, you should have, like, just did something completely separate from Space Jam. And I think that probably would have helped you more. But again, Hollywood don't like to think outside the box. So what are you supposed to do, right? Hey, so how about thinking outside the box? Matrix Resurrection. I just watched this a few days ago. And I must say, disappointment again. I hate movies that try to throw shade at like the creators or like the companies in general like for instance like there was a scene where like the the uh his he was talking keanu reeves was talking to his boss about creating a video game and they mentioned like warner brothers and stuff and it's like dude this is a movie about the matrix like why y'all talking about Warner? when i heard warner brothers in a movie and i'm talking about a video game and having changed characters and people don't want to be a part of the movie and all this stuff. It was like, all right, are y'all just throwing shade at the creators or are you throwing shade, personal shade at somebody? Like, give me the Matrix. I don't care about personal beef. 
And in the beginning of the movie, that's what threw me off. And from there on, I, I was just out. I checked out. Because it didn't give me Matrix vibe. like, And then you had Morpheus, who was a mixture of, I guess, um, Mr. Smith from the original version and Morpheus from the original version. But this boy came in acting silly. Like, it just gave me, like, goofy vibes. Like, the drum was just real goofy. And it was like, it didn't give me original Matrix vibe. It gave me goofy Matrix vibe. Like, it was something that was, like, on, like, um, what was the joint that used to come on Fox? Uh... Mad TV, like it was like Mad TV did that joint, or or uh, what's the joint on Del Swim that come on all the time? Um, freak, what is that joint? Car, uh, Robot Chicken. It was like they did that joint. It was like it was like a horrible version of the Matrix. It was comical, like it was crazy. And then the Mr. Smith, he sucked. Like you should have gave me just the agent Mr. Smith. Like you won't give me some like designer bull. Who don't even look tough. Like, I'm not... You're not selling me anything. You're not selling me a threat. The boy don't sell me a threat. At all. He doesn't sell me a threat at all. And it, it, it was just bad. And then all of a sudden, like... For whatever reason, he forgot how to fly. He forgot who he was. I could care less about the technicality of it. It was just a bad story that he forgot to fly. And only freaking Trinity, who was Tiffany, wherever she was in a movie, was the one that knew how to fly, had to help him remember. Whatever it was, not going to lie, I fell asleep on this drawing two, three times because it just didn't get me. It didn't give me the original Matrix vibe. It didn't give me original Matrix. It just really did. I got tired of watching an hour of him looking confused, trying to figure out what was going on and pouring out blue pills. Like, just give me the Matrix. Like, give me, give me Mr. Smith. Like, this is killing me. Like, I, I was dying for the original agent. I don't understand why movies change things that make them good. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, this is a situation where they try to do too much. Now, I don't know if the original creators and writers are behind this, but this movie sucked, and I see why it was on HBO Max and in the movie theater to watch because ain't nobody going to see this in a movie theater. And it ain't because of COVID. It's because the movie just sucked. It was nothing like Matrix. It didn't give Matrix vibe. It gave goofy Matrix vibes. It was like some old Fugazi John. Like somebody like came up with on YouTube and was like, yo, this is a fan favorite or a fan made Matrix movie. It was like a fan made Matrix movie. John was horrible. I ain't gonna say horrible because special effects was good. Um, but it was just like, I don't like they were friends with the robots now. Like, I don't. I don't know. It was, it was. I don't know, man. The movie just—it was, it wasn't it. I'm sorry. Not gonna drag it out. But yeah, that. Um, also, Fast and Furious Nine. It was all about family. Everything's just about family with Fast and Furious. Um, okay, movie. Um, stupid stuff they were doing, like flying across a, flying, flying across. Oh God, I can't talk today. Flying across a cliff in a car. I think that's why I couldn't talk because it just didn't make sense. How do you fly a car across a cliff to the other side? Another scene was where a bridge was falling apart and the car was driving up the freaking bridge that was falling apart and still made it. Like, come on, man, let's be realistic. By the way, the car that made it over the cliff to the other side rolled over like numerous times and the people that was in the vehicle survived. 
Now, maybe there was an armored car and they didn't describe that to us. Maybe we were just supposed to suspect that. But again, not believable and suck. Fast and Furious, man. Ever since Fast and Furious 2, I was done. That Fast and Furious 2 was the best one. Best one. Hands down, Fast and Furious 2, my all-time favorite, but whatever. Um, now, Venom. Venom came out. Venom 2. Uh, uh, Maximum Carnage, whatever it was called. Uh, not buying Woody Allen is Carnage. Um, just not buying... Not buying the other boys Venom as well. Like I'm just not buying Venom characters. Like it's just not it for me. Like the whole Venom thing, I feel like it has to be revamped and redone. I don't like Venom's voice. I feel like Venom was just a vicious character trying to fight. They try to make this guy sound like um freaking um uh, what's that guy that's like something something scrambled eggs. Um Frasier. I think that's the guy. He sound like Frasier. Like like, what the heck is going on? Like, Venom's supposed to be some vicious character just want to kill and eat people. Like, that's why I'm not digging this movie. And the whole Venom thing is just whack. I feel like they just need to redo it. But I feel like it's a situation where it's like, okay, some people were digging this. We just going to rock with it and that's it. But nah, man, that joint suck. They just need to redo that joint over again because it's not good. Like, the characters... Venom in general, they just need to get Venom right and get him in the Marvel Universe. I don't feel like this is Marvel Universe-ish. Like, no, man. This is like a whole Venom in an alternate universe. Since they're doing a multiverse, do another Venom. Include that in the Spider-Man joint, but don't include none of these cats in that joint. That's just another alternate universe with them because that shit is whack. Sorry. Hate to say it, but it is. Um, last but not least, um, how about... Uh, I got the little things on here. Tell me why I have the little thing. Oh, I think I know why I have the little things on here. Um, I think that's the movie with uh, Jared Leto, Denzel Washington, and somebody else on there. And I think because they had Denzel in there, that movie just sucked because of Jared Leto. I feel like he was trying to be Joker in that movie. I forgot what it's about. It's a detective movie that was interrogating a serial killer. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just boring. I felt like he was just like overreacting or overacting in the movie, um, to act like some kind of psycho killer or something just to confuse and throw off Denzel. But, uh, you can watch these movies and see, of course there was a ton of movies out there, but I really don't have the time and day to check them because I'm so busy with work and other stuff. But, uh, if you have any movies out there that you think are good or that you hate, hit me up, let me know. But that's my list for the hated and like movies of 2021. And I'll be right back with my favorite music albums and television shows of 2021 right after this brief break. Alright, so just a continuation to um, the entertainment side of 2021 we'll talk about my favorite tv or television series i should say of 2021 so obviously let's start with my all-time favorite number one snowfall now if you haven't watched snowfall man you've been sleeping um it's about basically a young man who started selling coke through the neighborhood but he had connections through the fbi i'm just gonna leave it at that um, based on the true story, 
but you could go in check it out um the story was created by john singletary by the way um uh, rest in peace who passed away uh also story season four although he did pass was still pretty good now i'm interested to see how season five goes but i mean so far the characters the storyline the character development everything is just like a one man the, the movie i mean movie the, the story is great the series is awesome it should be a movie because i feel like a movie but if you haven't checked it out snowfall comes on fx um, I believe it actually comes out, if I'm not mistaken, January 23rd, I believe. Check it out. Uh, awesome show. Like I said, it gives power. It's running for his money. Snowfall is up there, man. Speaking of power, um, another favorite show of mine is Power Book 2. Um, the one with uh, the sun, man. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I like that, John. Um, it's actually a pretty good story. I thought it was going to be kind of corny with uh, him just copying his dad's story. But, um, no, it's actually pretty good. Uh, the characters in it, um, good as well. Storyline, everything about it is great. Mary J. Blige, like, she killing that job. She being there, I, I, I knew she was, like, a good artist. But... Um, as an actor though, oh my god, like she killing that joint right now. Like I love her character. Um, outside of everybody else, like um, I think she's like probably one of the best ones. I mean, of course, Woody McClain. I like Kane. He plays the character Kane in the show. I like his character as well. Um, the, the professor who was in the I'm trying to find his name. Whoever the professor was in the show, I'm glad he's going because he was actually kind of annoying. Um, I couldn't deal with him. He was basically annoying. I mean, he still got to deal with the, uh, the other professor that's in there. Um, his teacher, I can't think of her name right now. I, I, I don't even want to like deal with her. I think it's like, um, I think her name is Diana in the show. Um, but yeah, she, no, is it Diana in the show? No, Diana is like one of the, the other characters. Um, uh, I know her real name is Melanie. Lieber, but I don't know her. I forgot her character in the show. That's how much I pay attention to her. Um, but yeah, whoever the female professor is, um, she's annoying too. Can't take it. Like she's a. But Lorenz Tate, I like his character, John. Method Man, he's killing it in there. Um, you know, um, Tommy, he was in there for a little bit, but he's supposed to be getting the show soon, which I can't wait to see. I hear that's supposed to be coming out, I think, like late June. I mean, not late June, late January. So that's gonna be interesting to see. So can't wait for that. Um, another show that I did like P Valley. P Valley was dope. The intro song, like I could listen to that John while playing in the car. That I was like, the intro song is banging. Like the intro song got me from the jump. But P Valley itself, the story with the rapper who's trying to live a double life. Um, you got the, the light-skinned John who, who live in a, uh, she has like multiple identities, trying to escape the crazy, uh, ex-boyfriend or husband, wherever he was. Um, I think she escaped him now because the last episode, like, I think they whipped his ass or something inside one of those rooms. But I mean, the show itself is dope. Like, I like P-Valley. I'm hoping they make another season. They bring that John out. That John was dope. Uh, WandaVision, another one. Um, just the way it came off. WandaVision, when I first seen it, it seemed like a boring-ass show because it was like a black-and-white show. It looked like I Love Lucy, gave me I Love Lucy vibe. But the way it transitioned 
into what it was at the end. I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. But you haven't watched WandaVision. Yo, what are you doing? Like, regardless of whether it's a Marvel show or not, the fact, the way it was written, the way it flowed, the, the, the character development, the way the story went, the transitioning, just... Listen, if you just like a good show, WandaVision definitely... I don't know the people that wrote that show, but they deserve something because, oh my God, the way that show was written, the transition from how it started to how it ended was just crazy. The creativity in that was just genius. WandaVision, check that joint out. Amazing show. Also, Falcon and Winter Soldier, if we want to keep it in Marvel. Also decent show. The action in that joint made me feel like I was watching a movie. Um, the fake Captain American, I don't want to give away the whole show. But um, dope show if you haven't watched it. Um, crazy too. Dope, dope show. Um, also, Euphoria. I don't know if anybody watched this on HBO Max. Uh, but Euphoria is also, it do seem very depressing. Euphoria is a very good show. Um, the character development in that too uh, is actually pretty good. And then I also like the uh, the main character in there too as well. Um, she really does Zendaya. She really like she's really a good act actress in there. Um, and just she's a good actor in general. Like she's in my favorite movie, Spider Man, the new Spider Man without Tobey Maguire. But um, yeah, um, she is she is an awesome actress in general. And her role in the show, everything about it, although it is pretty heavy, it does seem pretty depressing. Um, it's actually a pretty dope show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It is really deep. Um, also, another show is really deep, All American. Um, Tay Diggs in it. You know, you do see him on here with these like crazy TikTok videos, uh, which like made me question his character. Like, I'ma still watch All American. Um, my girlfriend watches it. I watch the episodes every now and then. I'm not too hip with all the episodes, but I seen enough to make me say, yeah, this is this is worth watching. All American. Another show, although it's been out for a while, some of these shows have been out for a while, but it's just been watching the season that came out in 2021 are pretty good and they are watchable and it will make you want to watch the whole show in general. So All America, another one. Last but not least, Insecure. Now, Insecure, I'm kind of biased with. Insecure, first of all, I love the show. Issa Rae, I love Issa Rae. Um... Issa Rae is just the ish. Like, Issa is the ish. She pretty much is. Love her. I love what she do, like, for her friends. Black, the, you know, the black people that's in entertainment in general. It's period. Like, and the story to Insecure, I love it because of the fact that it didn't dwell on the black struggle. It was just about black people just trying to make it in the world. Them trying to reach success. And at the end, they did reach success. Every single person reached their goal and success. Now, granted, let's rewind real fast. I didn't like the last episode, which is going to transition into my hated TV series. Now, I don't hate Insecure, but I hate the last episode because it felt like a whole different show. Because how do you go a year and a half how do you just transition a whole year and a half into one episode? Like, you got to give us more. Like, you got these characters coming in, um, these random boyfriends um, that's popping up every now and then. We don't know their characters. We don't know what they're about. Um, 
what happened to I, we we just don't know like what was going on a year and a half. It was just like a birthday episode. Like what happened to Crenshaw? Like we don't know what happened to him and his situation. Did they pop off? Did he pop off with his career? We don't know. Like we just don't know these things, and that's what bothered me about the last episode of that. Granted, I do like the positivity that you know Issa ended up with her dream guy, I guess. But I mean, it's kind of messed up that he left his baby mom to be with her. But that's a whole nother story. Who knows? But I mean, again, I love the way it ended. I love the series itself. It was just the last episode. It just seemed rushed. Like you can't go a whole year and a half just in one episode. Then you gotta give us more, Issa. You gotta give us more. You gotta give us more. And it wasn't enough. That should have been an hour episode. Like you kept giving us 30 minutes an episode. You could have at least respected us enough to give us at least, at least an hour, 45 minutes. Shoot, give us 35 minutes. Just something just to explain and conclude everything. Give us a little bit more time in that hour, you know, that year and a half. But that zip, 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 year and a half, no, that wasn't it. Um, so, the last episode, although I love the series, I had to include that in my dislike. Other things I didn't dislike, Squid Games, I didn't see the hype. Of course, yes, the games were crazy. People dying, I love seeing blood, guts, and gore. But it wasn't enough for me to say one of my favorite shows. Um, yeah, it was okay, but fine. Um, another one um, was you. Um, I don't care for... A guy that's stalking people, people hype about you, that's which is weird because like I'm pretty sure you don't want nobody stalking you in general, but you watch a show about a stalker, which I don't understand. But again, this is America. People are just like a little off mentally. So, hey, listen, if they like a movie about stalking. I look at it as karma. You like stuff like that. You bring that type of energy towards you. So you watch it. You like you. That's on you <laughs> to say. But... Listen, man, I think the show is stupid. You you, you glorifying a guy that's a stalker and kill it, whatever. Could care less. Um, you is not. Nah, you you can keep that to yourself. Um, another one. Wonder Years. Um, I get the remake. I'm over the whole black struggle stuff. You can give me Wonder Years with a black family, but just give me Wonder Years with a black family just living, like... I don't need to be reminded again. I'm so tired of seeing stuff about black people and black struggle. Like, just kill that noise, yo. We get it already. We like we see it all the time. Like, give me something original. Every black person doesn't deal with black struggle every freaking day. And that's the thing that they missing. And that's what's annoying in Hollywood. That you keep giving us shows with black struggle. All of us is not dealing with black struggles every day. So, Wonder Years, I'm sorry. It may be a, a, a heartfelt show or whatever you want to say, whatever you call it. But, man, when I saw that, you talking about Black Struggles, too. It's like, come on, man. Like, all right, typical Black show next. I don't care. Typical Black show next, too, Dear White People. It turned the last season into a musical, I believe. But Dear White People in general, I hate paranoid Black people shows where you got to nitpick everything that seems like, oh, my God, is against the Black person. Like, it's just heavy energy. It gives me a headache. And it's so negative. I don't even want to watch it. I'm so tired again of the negative, oh my God, paranoid black person shows. 
Every person is not going through these things. And another shit like that, they're white people. Again, hate it. Hate paranoid black people shows. Another paranoid black person show, them. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Them sucks. Them sucks. I hate that show. Hate that show. Hate it. That freaking serious freaking shucks. And I want to say something else, but I can't. But that serious freaking sucks. I care less what anybody say. I could care less what message you got out of that. That serious was garbage. It was about black people just getting tortured by either people in their neighborhood or by our freaking ghosts. Like, what the heck? And the story was all over the place. You don't even know if it was supernatural. It was just about people not understanding just people of other cultures in general. Like, it was just all over the place. The thing sucked. The best thing about the show was the actor who played the blackface character. That was it. Because, like, other than that, the joint just sucked. The show sucked. I hate shows that just dwell on black paranoia. And in that joint, like, they never won at all. It was just they was getting tortured and beat up throughout the whole series. So it was like, what was it to enjoy out of that? What message did you get out of that? Like, if you got a positive message out of that freaking series, you're a fool. Because there was nothing positive out of that. There's nothing at all. They got tortured and beat up. The dad was like a weakling. He was a sucker. Like, he got beat up all the time. Like, my man seemed like a whole whip. Like, I don't understand, like, what positivity or why people thought them was a good movie. But it freaking sucked. The movie sucked. And I swear to God, I want to say something else about the movie. But I want to keep it clean because, you know, certain people that listen to Hypocritical Millennial. But if you did watch them, don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your life on the show. The movie sucked. Them suck. It's horrible. I'll say it again. One of the worst series ever created. I hate that series. I hate it so much. And I will say it to the day I die. Them sucks. It sucks. Hate that series. And I hate any series that just dwells on stuff like that. That brings people down, man. Like, oh my God. Like, it was just a very depressing show. And it's like, like, what was the point of it? It was like, it was like torture porn in a sense. Because it was like the black family was just getting tortured left and right by the ghosts or by regular people. So it was like, what was the point of the show? I don't know. But if you like them, that's on you. But that's going to wrap it up for Hypocritical Millennial. Favorite series that was on television and series that I didn't like on television. And I'll be right back with my brief review on my favorite music of 2021 after this. Alright y'all, so I just want to talk about a few albums that I did notice for 2021. I don't know if anybody's going to like be into these albums or listen to them. I'm pretty sure a few people out there have not checked out or may not even know a few of these artists that I listen to. But I'm sure there's more out there. But these are just the ones that I just picked up on and noticed in 2021. It just happened to pop up in my playlist that I like. So... Um, let's start off with Tyler the Creator. Of course, I did talk about Tyler the Creator's album in the past. Um, Call me if you lost. Great album. Played from beginning to end. The fact that he has like the whole like DJ on the album, the old school vibe. Like yeah, I, I fucks with it. So like yeah, that album I would say is actually pretty good. So Tyler the Creator, call me if you get lost. I'll put that up there as one of the best albums for 2021. 
another one that's pretty good um that people may not have know of is uh Isaiah Rashad um the house is burning another good album you can play that joint from the beginning to end straight through he got a good track from um one of the Philly artists uh Lil, U- U- Lil Uzi Vert yeah I mean that's I came out busting that joint is dope too love that track whole album is actually great check it out Isaiah Rashad good album also another artist IDK IDK um his album is called You See It For Yourself dope artist good album lyrics I mean lyrically he's pretty good actually he's not a mumble rapper he actually raps and talks about stuff so check that joint out too he actually pretty good Wiz Khalifa another artist he's my favorite artist obviously for multiple reasons um, but one, like, he's just a great artist. He's a great entertainer, too. I watched him live one time. Um, Wiz Khalifa, good artist. He just came out with an album this year. Wiz Got Wings. Dope, chill album. If you're about chill vibe, you want to just chill and cruise in a wheel, just ride out. You could definitely put that album on and just vibe out. Um, another one, Nas, just recently, he came out with Magic, man. That album is just magic, too. Um, him and, um, I believe, it's Hit Boy, I think... They're working together ever since uh, he linked up with him. Like, it's just been magic in general. No pun intended. Like, they just been, like, hitting on all numbers. So, I, I feel like that connection is, like, perfect for Nas. And that could bring back his career. Even though he hasn't, I, I feel like he hasn't fallen off. But I feel like with this, like, this can add another extra three or four years to his career with him and Hit Boy. If they keep doing this. Like, that album, if you haven't seen it or listened to it, check that joint out. That Nas, Magic, dope album. Maxo Cream, one of my another, uh, favorite artists of mine. He came up with Weight of the World. Uh, good artist. All his albums are pretty good, actually. Check that joint out. I mean, he's like a trapper artist, but he's actually pretty good lyrically. If you want to find an artist that's into them hard, heavy beats who's into trapping, that's actually lyrically good. Max Cream, actually good. He's from down south. Good rapper. Check him out. D Smoke from the West Coast. He's actually a good rapper. He gave me like Kendrick Lamar vibes though. Um, one of the tracks that I actually like from him is called Common Sense. Because I'm all about Common Sense. But yes, uh, D Smoke, another good artist. Check him out. He was actually on um, one of those uh, shows that was on, uh, what was it, Netflix? I'm not mistaken. Sorry, I had a sneeze. That, um, he's on a Netflix show uh, with Nicki Minaj and uh, Chance the Rapper. Can't think of the name, but yeah, he won that joint actually. But D Smoke, actually a good artist, man. He's actually pretty dope. Um, another one, Under the Radar, Young Blue, Moon Boy. is actually a good album. Um, he The vibe of that is more so like if you're going out to a club, going out to a party, yeah, I mean, you trying to, you know, vibe out going there or you vibing out going home. That album's more so for that. Then, of course, you got J. Cole, the offseason. I mean, it's J. Cole. Like, you can't go without announcing J. Cole. The offseason is just a, it's just an awesome album. Um, it's not up there with some of his other stuff that's classics, but it's pretty good, though. Uh, I would say that the offseason is a pretty good album. You got Ye Donda, which is good. Um, actually, the production, everything is good. He had a competition with Drake. Uh, people was comparing the albums to each other, but I feel like Donda is actually 
a better album than uh, Certified Lover Boy. I feel like Certified Lover Boy was just an album that Drake just threw out there and just assumed people was going to listen to just based off of his status. Uh, but Donda, the production wise and everything, I felt like it was just more thought put into that. And I felt like that was just a dope album that came out. Also, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Hotels. I mean, I mean, her voice in general, like itself, she's just, she could, I mean, she's just sing. Like, she's a dope artist. Like, I feel like she could give a lot of people in the industry a run for their money vocally. Like, I just love her in general. It's not the cap of bias. No, no cap of bias. Uh, it's actually just all love for Jasmine Sullivan. Um, also, Summer Walker, dope artist as well. I already told y'all. I love a few tracks from her album um, in previous episodes, or I think on Full of Nonsense, that's with a PH. But yeah, uh, Summer Walker, some of her early stuff that she did, um, it's just like dope. Like, she's just a dope artist too. Um, a lot of her stuff, lyrically, it's just like real that you could connect with and feel. So, I mean, I mean, not saying because I'm a guy, but... I mean, just in general, like, I'm, I look at it because I'm, like, I used to do music. So, I'm looking at it as an artist aspect and looking at the lyrics. And, yes, her lyrics are relatable to people who are going through those things. So, I give her mad respect for that. Beat selection, everything about her stuff is just perfect, A1. And then, last but not least, how about Silk Sonic? I mean, you can't go a year without Silk Sonic. I mean, come on now. They album, um, even with Silk Sonic... Like, smoking out the window, like, that's the anthem of the year. Like, that's the whole, like, you know what I mean? Your girl for the streets, like, you trying to play that joint and let her know, like, you know what I mean? Like, she breaking your heart. Like, this got me, you know what I mean? Like, you in that mood, like, yeah, Silk Sonic, that whole album, the fact that they had the whole Motown vibe going on, dope, 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 dope album, yo. If you haven't heard that joint, Check that joint out, yo. It's Silk Sonic, A Night or an Evening with Silk Sonic. Great, great album. But I'm pretty sure there's more great albums that are out there. There's some artists that I did see that I didn't put on the list that are out there. Um, and I know some people are probably going to say, yo, what about this person? What about that person? Listen, this is a short, brief list that I just want to come up with. And just throw out there the people that I caught that caught my attention that I got on my major playlist. So, uh, you can let me know, hit me up, let me know what's yours major artist for 2021 or major songs for 2021. Hit me up and let me know. Um, but outside of that, we're gonna jump into another segment of this can't be real life, can't be real news, where we talk about the weird news of 2021 right after this. And now it's time for. Hey, yo, this can't be real life. Alright, that's right. It's now time for this can't be real life. Or this can't be real news. When we talk about news topics that don't sound like real news, that's actually real news. So, this time it's the 2021 year edition. So, we're going to jump into some news topics for 2021 that's out of the ordinary or that you may not even heard about so how about this one here about five oceans so we all know about uh the atlantic pacific indian and the arctic ocean but now 
there's another one that has just been discovered. Um, this one is called the Southern Ocean, which is around Antarctica. Um, now, I don't know if anybody know, but it's been reported that only 5% of Earth's ocean has been discovered. And the ocean covers about 70% of Earth's surface. So if we only discover 5% and we're just now announcing the fifth ocean, which is the Southern Ocean, you gotta wonder like how many oceans are actually out there and then what is what they tell us on a map actually true? Now, I was one of them people again who always questioned these things and said, there has to be more oceans out there. I just thought so because of the fact that, you know, they only discovered 5% of the ocean. So if that's the case, like they really don't know what's going on in the world. We don't know what's going on in the world, which drives me crazy. So to find out that now they discover it in 2021, another ocean, which is the Southern Ocean. It's like, how much more do we not know about this world in that case? Like what lies beneath the ocean? I don't want to know because I'm pretty sure there's some large and scary creatures down there with long ass teeth. But I mean, it just goes to show that it's so much more to this world that we have yet to, to discover. It's crazy. Um, now, how about a hotel in space? Yeah, that's right. So in 2021, um, it was announced that there's going to be a hotel that's going to be uh, shacked up in space called the Voyager Station. Now, this is going to be 250 miles upward from the Earth. Um, and it's said to host about 400 guests. And it's going to feature about, you know, the usual stuff, bars, restaurants, spas, gyms, and movie theaters, amongst other, you know, wild features. Now, it's going to be shaped as a circle and it's gonna be rotating in a circular form. This is to simulate artificial gravity. Now, I guess it's supposed to keep, you know, it right now, hopefully it'll be gravity within a building too as well. But um, I don't know about going to a hotel in space. Now, this plan is, is starting, um, it's supposed to begin in 2025. They didn't give an ending date yet, but they had the diagram and everything set up for it. Um, you know, regarding space junk that flies in space, I know space is like, you know, who knows how long space is or how wide it is, but I don't know if I want to live in a hotel out of space where something could come shooting through, you know, my building at any moment. Now, granted, you know, a fallen comet, something like that can also, you know, come through earth and hit my building. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm sitting in space, I have a better chance of something hitting me out there than I do on Earth. And at that too, like if something do hit, I have a better chance of surviving on Earth versus out there. So it's like, why would they want to take that chance? It would seem pretty cool. And again, I would love to see space because I, I, I'm all about outer space and just wondering what it is out there and what it looks like. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to spend days out there. I just want to take a peek and come back. That's all, give me a peek and come back that's it that's all i want i don't need nothing else i don't need a tour i don't need to be out there for days 
I don't need to be shacked up anywhere. Just give me a little peek and come back. That's all. Um, and that's pretty much it. Because other than that, man, I, you got to be crazy to be, like, traveling out there and be wanting to stay there for a few days. Um, another thing you got to be crazy for is how about candy-flavored Kraft Mac and Cheese? Um, now, back in February of 2021, Kraft offered... Um, 1,000 lucky winners a chance to win Kraft Mac and Cheese that tastes like candy. And it was color pink. Now, I don't know if these 1,000, you know, people actually won. I don't even, I don't think they're lucky if they did win. You're talking about candy flavored mac and cheese? Like, that's just freaking disgusting. You're not a winner if you're getting candy flavored mac and cheese. And then on top of that, they said that although they think it's weird, they said love make people do strange things. I don't think love is going to make people eat candy flavored mac and cheese. You know, Kraft, I think you missed the public on this one. Nah, not at all. Candy flavored mac and cheese. Crazy. How about another one that's crazy? How about pumpkin spice cup of noodles? Yeah, the cup of noodles for the 50th anniversary back in last fall 2021, they came out with pumpkin spice noodles now first of all i don't even drink pumpkin spice anything but you're trying to give me pumpkin spice noodles that's just freaking disgusting and then on top of that for all you pumpkin spice lovers out there you get a chance to put whipped cream on your noodles so you get the pumpkin spice and whipped cream on the noodles that's double the bang like how can you say no to that for all you pumpkin spice lovers out there me on the other hand nah i'm cool pumpkin spice in general Another strange flavor. Again, I'm a picky eater. So anything out of the ordinary, I'm not doing. So pumpkin, anything, nah, I'm good. But you telling me pumpkin spice noodles, I'm definitely not doing that. That's going to get thrown up out my mouth. It's not going down. I'm good on that. How about something else that's disgusting? For all you candy corn lovers out there, this one's for you. I looked out for y'all. How about candy corn hot dogs? That's right. Get your candy corn hot dogs. It was out. During the Halloween time in 2021. They may come out in 2022. Who knows? But there's a guy by the name of Jonathan Seward. Um, he was famous for making or he's known for making sandwiches. He came out with the candy corn hot dog, which is on an actual bread bun, which looks disgusting. There's a picture of it with like mustard and ketchup on it. Yeah. If you're going to eat that, I can't trust you. You're clearly a serial killer. Something's wrong with you mentally. Because why in the hell, number one, would you eat a candy corn hot dog? Or would you eat candy corn in general? Candy corn is disgusting. If you eat candy corn, I'm I'm questioning your character. Like, you, you, there's something wrong with you. Because you shouldn't be eating candy corn. That's not normal at all. Black licorice and candy corn should not exist in the candy world. It just shouldn't. Um, last but not least, how about this? Um, silly things that people spent money on. So we have a 200, or not even 200, a $25,000 drone bed that doesn't fly. Now, why in the world would you spend 25,000 on a drone bed that doesn't fly? I'm not spending that much money on that. I'm pretty sure you can find a drone bed a lot cheaper than that. And then you got this one here, and we talk about flying. 39000 for a Louis Vuitton airplane bag. Somebody spent this, or Louis Vuitton made this in 2021. Again, why? 
the airplane purse for $39,000. If you bought that purse, please nosedive into like the nearest freaking wall or something because you're an idiot. Like why would you spend 39,000 on a freaking airplane purse? Another one here, we have 18,000 on an invisible sculpture and the creator said that this sculpture was made out of air and spirit. So there was a gentleman who paid, I'm running this back again. A guy paid 18,000 for a sculpture that you can't see, doesn't exist. There's a, uh, there's a five foot five tape, a square tape that's measured around, but there's no statue, there's nothing there. And it's something, somebody paid 18,000 for this. And again, let me rephrase. I'm just going to say this again. The person that created it said, oh, there's a sculpture there. It's just created by air and spirit. What the f Are you serious? So, all this time of me struggling, I can make 18000 off of some BS. I'm about to put a paper clip on a wall and say, yo, this is the most amazing sculpture ever that I made. The gentleman that's holding a paperclip, he's invisible. That's how good it is. It's amazing. But just pay attention to the paperclip that's hanging. Like, really? Like, you made 18, like, uh, yo, come on with this, yo. What am I doing wrong here? Like, I be thinking that these people are not that gullible to fall for stuff like this, but they are gullible to fall for stuff like this. And then I see stories like this, this is crazy. And it's like, how am I not making money off of these suckers like this? It's, it's wild. Um, real quick, another wild story. How about somebody put an Amber Alert out for uh, a Chucky doll? So the Texas, the Texas Department of Public and Safety, uh, they made an Amber Alert for a doll. They said Glenn Ray and Chucky from Child's Play horror film are on the loose. Um, this alert was sent back out in January of 29th. They said, Chucky was last seen wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored stripes, long sleeve shirt, wielding a huge knife. Now, why in the world would you put something out like that? Now, they said that this was a mistake, but how do you do something like that and make it a mistake? Like, how in the world something like that is a mistake? I don't know. I'm pretty sure the person who did that, though, got fired because, I mean, what other explanation is there? Um, another wild, crazy story of 2021 real quick. Uh, how about this one here? They said there's a parasite that takes the tongue out of fish and replaces itself with the tongue. Now, this is why I don't eat seafood. Um, but let me tell you again, because some people are probably like, wait, what? So there's a parasite that goes into the mouth of a fish and it, it'll detach the fish tongue and it replaces itself with that tongue to act like it's the tongue. Now, apparently this parasite doesn't affect the fish or humans, but hearing that, I'm just good in general. I'm not eating anything that's gonna detach itself to another being. Now, granted, I don't know what's going on with my chicken, my bacon and stuff like that, pigs when I'm eating that shit, but still like knowing that I'm good, it's out there, the information is there, I'm gonna fall back. I'm not eating any fish definitely now because of that situation. Like, come on. Um, that's just wild. Um, 
But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this wild and crazy news of 2021. I'm pretty sure you heard other ones throughout my episodes. I'm not going to go back and relive that one. But these are just some few that I've seen for 2021 that I haven't talked about. And I just want to go back and touch up on them. But after this, we'll be right back with the familiar face. Uh, He's on his way here saying that he has some advice to help some people out. So, um, yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm disperse and let this gentleman come in because he looks like he's in a hurry or something. And let him take care of these, uh, what, what is it? Relationships? Relationships, I guess he's talking about. I don't know. But we'll be right back right after this short break. Hypocritical Millennial, episode 15. Hypocritical Millennial now presents Makeup to Break Up to Wake Up. We try to bring relationships and turmoil together. Or at least try. That's right, everybody. It's now time for makeup to break up to wake up. And you smell that? <sighs> that's love that's in the air. Enzo the Cupid is back to bring those who are hurting together again. I took a few weeks off. Had to take a little break. Holiday break real fast. Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know. But I seen that, um... The cats out here just tripping. Like, open relationships. People cheating on each other. People just falling apart. What's going on here? Like, what's happening? Like, I'm a little confused. It seems like... Like, just love just doesn't exist out there. I don't know what's going on. Um... Now I do understand that the the you know divorce rate is a lot higher than it is normally, um, but the highest state that I'm, I'm I'm certain that's going on is in Arkansas. Now unless people are in Arkansas and they everybody's just moving there and divorcing, I don't know what's going on. But um, I mean, like what's what's happening out there, people? I mean, love is love. Like if you don't love somebody, then just leave. I don't, I don't get, I'm not understanding. Maybe people are just jumping into marriage and they just not understanding they're not ready and they just do it for clout. But into the Cupid, when I shoot my arrow, I do hit some people and I feel like they pump fake me as if they're in love, but they do it for clout. They do it for Instagram. They do it for posts. They want to show that they're, mar- they're married, they're being engaged, they want to get them likes. They want to get them loves. You know, just to to show and rub it in other people's faces that they moved up to that next step. But did you really succeed in life? Is my question. Then let's look at marriage in general. Not saying I'm a hater of marriage. Enzo the Cupid. I'm all about love. Let's let's get that right real quick. Um, but marriage real fast. This is a piece of paper, right? You love someone and you care about them. 
You're gonna be there for them, right? Why is it that you have to spend ginormous amount of dollars to proclaim that? Let's say if it doesn't work and you went through all the partying to proclaim your love for that person, you're showing that you're dedicated to that person, and it doesn't work. Now you have the courts involved, and now it's money involved. But I thought money wasn't about love. And that's what I'm confused about. See, Enzo the Cupid, he has a problem with marriage. Because when I see dollars that doesn't say love, it doesn't. And I feel like a lot of people who get married uh, or have kids just do it for clout. And the Cupid just going to be honest. I feel like people just do it for clout. They want to do it just to rub it in people's faces who may not have kids, who may not be married. But in the long run, it's like, at the end of the day, you're the sucker because you're just doing something to show someone up, so so someone else up, but you're not looking at yourself and your future. Let's say, for instance, hypothetically, that person is affected by you being married. Then what? You're married. You moved on. That person is affected. Now what? Did you really want to be married to that person who gave you that opportunity? Maybe not. Who knows? Do you feel like you're ready? But you felt like people pressured you in that situation? Who knows? But in the, into the Cupid, I say that you be patient with love. It's not about marriage. It's all about how you feel about the person. And how you guys carry yourself. I feel like that when it comes to marriage, it's just a piece of paper. It's about posting and showing other people up. At least that's what I think. Because when I see people that get married, majority of the time they don't last long, at least not now. And maybe that's because of social media. We have so many outlets, we have so many opportunities to meet people. Versus before, you only had Mary Joe around the corner, a Betty Sue up the block. And that was easy because your girlfriend probably lived around the way. So she deflected all that. But now because of social media, you know what I mean? We got access to people all around the world. So it's like, how is relationships? They, they're going to be considered committed. At some point, your spouse, your significant other, they're going to scroll through social media and they're going to find somebody who's interesting. They're going to find somebody they're going to follow. Of course, that's just, that's just the case. But it's like, are you like mentally okay with that? Are you mentally prepared for that? Uh, when you jump into marriage, people assume that they have control over a person, but a person being is belongs to themselves. Like, you don't control no one. Like, no one controls anybody's actions, beliefs, religion. You just don't control it. You're your own being. And I feel like with marriage and stuff like that, sometimes some people get that false belief that they have control over another person's life. And that's not the case. It's not the case. Gotta wake up, buddy. It's not the case at all. Male, female, 
You don't have control of the other person's life. Granted, a piece of paper say otherwise, but if love is love, you, I mean, it is what it is. But you know what I mean? When the paper involved, when they see dollar signs, it's a different story. This is how it is. That's just, that's new age love, man. And then open relationships, like, I, I feel like with open relationships, I feel like it's people nowadays, they just, you know, it's, again, social media. You got options. You got selections. You got people out there. Versus before, you didn't have these outlets. You didn't have these options. You only had the one person that you was with, and that's it. And maybe the people that was around the way or in your circle that you associate with. But you never had access to so many people around the world. And that's the problem with social media now in relationships. That people have access to so many people around the world. So it's like, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do to resolve that situation? Some people just block it out and just ignore it. And just say, hey, if something comes to light, then I'll say something about it. I'll leave that person. And they can manage the stress. They can manage the anxiety. But not too many people can do that. Some people want to know up front. And then I feel like marriage in general, like when people are married to somebody for so long, you're gonna want something new. You're gonna want to. You're gonna want to know that people out there that want you. So it's like when marriage, and my belief is like, what's the point? Because people always want to flirt with someone else. They want to want to know that they can get someone or pull someone. And this is my opinion. I don't know. But. Enzo the Cupid had anything to say. This is focus on yourself. Better yourself. You can't put your energy in another person. You can't do it. You got to better yourself first. Because those people that are supposed to be meant in your life, they will come around. They're going to come around eventually. But it's all about you first and discovering yourself. You got to do that first before you bring those people in. Before you bring that energy, those entities in. You got to discover yourself. And some people think, like, when they just meet that particular spouse, they just jump to marriage. But that's not the case. You got to discover yourself before you jump into that. A lot of people don't discover themselves. And that's where the problem is. So again, hypocritical millennial. Is it a Cupid? Just want to get my opinion on love. I don't know if that helped anybody or not. But if it did, blessings to you. And if you're still going through some things relationship-wise, prayers to you. Hopefully you get everything where you need it to be. Seriously. Because hurting while in love is not a fun situation at all. It's not at all. But. You got to hold your head high. Again, focus on yourself, your life, your energy is all that matters. Those people who are meant to be in your life, they're going to come through because they're going to see that you are about yourself. They see about your energy. Those people that vibe with your energy when you're focused on yourself, those are the people that's meant for you. It's just a matter of taking that step. So don't hesitate. Take that step. Don't procrastinate. 
right, y'all, that's going to wrap it up for a Hypocritical Millennial, episode 15, yo. I hope you guys had a good time. I had fun wrapping up the year of 2021. Um, it's been a wild, crazy year, a bunch of ups and downs, but hey, listen, we still here. We still hanging on. That's a blessing. So take that as much as you can. Yeah, you know I mean, because a lot of people right now, they don't even, I mean, they just not living to see the age of at least like 15. That's wild, right? Like, like a lot of young people dying. It's crazy out here. So, um, it's a blessing. If you wake up to see another day, um, just thank whatever guy you pray to, whoever it is, entity, just thank them because yes, it is a blessing every day that you get to wake up and see another day. I mean, so with that being said, hypocritical millennial, it's going to wrap it up for episode 15. You can hit me up on Instagram. That's the number three N Z O five T A R. Also on YouTube, I'm gonna post more videos eventually. Um, that's the number three N Z O five T A R. And gentlemen, exactly how gentlemen is spelled. Yo, hit that join up. Show me some likes. Show me some loves. I see no numbers jumping. Um, I'm only three months in. I'm already at like 200 plus. So appreciate everybody that's been checking me out. Show me love. Also, those that have been checking out Full of Nonsense, that's with a PH. Check the join out. We're going to have a new episode dropping this week. Keep a lookout for that join too. Um, but, yo, with that being said, because this has been a long, drawn-out episode as is, so I'm not going to drag y'all out here and bore y'all enough. Um, we're going to wrap this up now. Y'all be blessed. Evolve. Do not dissolve, because that's a waste. Be blessed. Be free of stress. Peace. I'm out.